0: I would have to say my own personal level of maximum ability. Uh, What can I do? I mean, I know there are days where I just look dog tired, Mm. but can't, but of course, like, you know, I have like a wristband for it. One more rep. Can I get back up that 10th time instead of that Mm. ninth and keep going and actually be able to technically completely do whatever the exercise is asking me to do? Mm. It's, it's one of those things that mentally I've always stuck to.
1: I am an everyday, athlete. I an everyday athlete. I am an everyday athlete. I am an everyday athlete.
2: Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Basson with Mark McCain, and you are listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day crossfit athletes like yourself. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Chris Mitchell. Welcome, Chris. How are you today?
0: Doing great. Doing just, great.
2: How are you? Just got done with a uh, a the what was it, eleven
3: like three or something? Eleven three, probably uh, five minute. Five
2: minute AMRAP of squat clean thrusters at 165 pounds. For those of you who've been around long enough to do it the first time, um, I'm pretty sure like the probably the top, the top billing that year was was uh, what would be almost considered uh, mediocre these days. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always fun to watch those numbers. But welcome. Um, we always like to start off and just kind
0: of get to know you a little bit, get to know you a little bit more. Are you where are you from? Originally from Lexington, Lexington, uh, born and raised. And went to college in Louisville. Came back to Lexington for a job, and ended up moving up to here to the Northern Kentucky region about, ooh almost six years ago.
2: Are you? Uh, did you go to U of L?
0: Yeah, went to Louisville. Yeah.
2: How does that? Sorry about that, guys. I was it's say how does that Saturday? How does that sit with uh, people here? Because I know there's some people that uh, are, are non. We, we have non some arrivals rivals. Um,
0: <laughs> I ended up getting a good laugh at the halftime celebration there during this past football game. The uh, funny thing is that my mother will actually dress all to the nines: earrings, turtleneck sweater, yes. socks, and just like yeah, just to let you know where you went to college. That's like, funny. It was a full ride, mother. You there know? you go.
2: <laughs> no, that's great. I don't know what to sit here, let's <laughs> start with that. how did you get a full ride? What What'd you go to school for?
0: Uh, just for academic. actually went for a psychology. Graduated mm-hmm. with a BA. Um, realized during my high school career in athletics, I just I wasn't going to get a scholarship that way, so Mm. I went ahead and just left football to pursue my, well, kind of bump up my grades, make sure they were polished up enough and, well, UK offered a partial scholarship, UFL offered a full ride, Mm. so there you go. Yeah,
3: Growing up in Lexington, though, were you like a UK fan or were you always kind of Louisville? I'll admit,
0: I Always respected the UK basketball program. Sure, the fans are passionate, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was careful now, telling you're the line. line in shallow waters. There. I know that's what I was like, they're they're passionate. I just could not yeah. fully commit to that. Being from Fair C-
2: being from Cincinnati, and I'm sure Mark can attest to this. Being from uh, <laughs> northern north, northeast Ohio, um, even just across the river, like I had no idea that this existed uh, oh. as far mm-hmm. as the UK. Oh yeah, craziness!
3: Yeah, as soon as you're across the border, it's it's pretty insane. Yeah, that's pretty insane. But
2: uh, back to you, sir. Back <laughs> to you. Um, so, so you moved up here. Did you move up here for a job?
0: Yes, ended up moving up here for a job. Just needed a change of atmosphere, and also my girlfriend at the time, now my wife. Hi, Jess. Um, <laughs> moved up with moved up here to be closer to her.
2: Okay. Yeah, she from here.
0: Yes,
3: she's originally from Erlanger
2: area. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I thought you had something. Oh uh, no, I was <laughs> just
3: gonna basically say that she comes to the gym as well, and it's been obviously a pleasure getting to meet and get to know both of you, which are, are awesome. But obviously, we'll get into more of that. How did you guys? Uh, How did you guys meet? Is there a, a story behind that, or is it just like, oh, you know, kind of met?
0: Yeah, first time in my life had the guts to actually initiate the conversation.
3: Ooh, yeah, that's a big step.
0: And then um, I didn't hear from her for a couple weeks, and then. I was on a business trip in Austin, Texas, mm. and she actually finally texted me back. I'm like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, everyone was in her, "Hey, what what are you doing? We got to hang out." It's like, I'm like, "I'm taking care of something here. I got I got to say I got to say something." So,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Um so being or moving moving back here, um you said you you wanted to Basically, dropped off at a, at a football. What would you play in football? What position?
0: Oh, goodness. Uh, I was almost in every man. Uh, Mainline offense, it was running back, started at linebacker on defense, played some corner, and then ironically got moved to defensive tackle. So I was just that one short guy taking out the leg so the linebacker could
2: finish oh, right, the play. Right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What, um, so, when did you kind of make that transition from basically going from. Um, pursuing maybe an athletic scholarship
0: to a uh, academic one? Was that just senior year, was it? It was towards the end of my junior year, because I also had a job at the time, and it was basically time for me to have that kind of, kind of meeting within myself to where it's was like, okay, I need to make sure that my priorities are straight. I'm not gonna see I don't feel like I'm going to see too much success on that level with it, so I wanted to make sure that because my grades were already there, so I mm-hmm. just want to make sure, hey, let's make let's make this package a little more attractive since sure. I know I'm going to have to sell myself to universities at this mm-hmm. point. So sure, mm-hmm. that's pretty that's pretty
2: awesome. It's yeah, very like-
3: mature for a junior in high school yeah. have to realize that. And I don't, you know, what your, you know, again, um, the influence from the parents was was like, um, mine were always just basically like, get a 3.0 or above. You know, it was like A's and B's. And for me, being an athlete or whatever, you know, in high school, and I always just assumed, like, oh, I'll get a scholarship and that'll be the way. And mm-hmm. little do you know, like, you, you, you know, it's always a 2020 vision, you know, after the fact. And you, when you get to college, you're like, man, this is really expensive. Mm-hmm. And any type of scholarship would have been, you know, especially a full ride. Um, you know, I, I'm going through it right now with like my wife at a full ride academically, and I did not. And I'm still paying my, you know, student loans where she's all paid off. You know, because she didn't have any, and uh, it's it's you know puts you in a dramatically different circumstance. So kudos mm-hmm. to you for recognizing that early. Yeah, yes. the the
0: word loan was something that I did not even want to be a part of. Like, yeah. what can I do to minimize or eliminate
2: a loan? Yep. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, real quick, if you guys are watching, there's a giant wreath behind Chris. Uh, we did decorate a little bit for the holidays. So, in case you're wondering what that is, uh, aside from the punching bag that's appeared in the last couple episodes, but yeah. uh, wreath and punching bags. Um, Props. So, you moved up here. Um, what, what job is. Are you still currently at that position that you moved up here for?
0: No. It was a. Uh, I took a position at TQL, Total Quality mm-hmm. Logistics. Um, it was mainly to. Well sort of began working for myself in that kind of broker style atmosphere. And I would say after about a good year and a quarter, almost a year and a half, realized that that type of sales was not my personality. I heard that place I'm, was pretty cutthroat. It can be. You gotta step over your grandmother's grave sometime. Yeah. I've mean, heard of people doing that and I'm just not like that. Like, right. hey, let's have a conversation. Let's mm-hmm. talk this out. What can we do to help? And it's like, no, we gotta do this. Like, we can find other ways to yeah, yeah. <laughs> to help out people with right. that part.
2: So. Yeah, yeah, so uh, so you've moved on from there. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, uh, that.
0: yeah, that was a funny thing. Actually, with mom, when I graduated, I realized that despite my degree in psychology, I realized that I liked computers. So, of course, my first job was actually at Gall's back in Lexington. They were um, a supplier of police, fire, and EMT equipment and apparel. And I started customer service, worked my way up to, you could say junior manager level, and basically sat there and was center thinking, uh, where's Chris at? And it's like, oh, he's mentoring or training someone, or he snuck down to the IT department again. Mm. That was <laughs> usually me. If you couldn't find me at my desk, I was with <laughs> the IT people.
2: So um, where, where are you at now? Because I, I want to get to maybe a little bit of what we talked about downstairs. Um, mm-hmm. and what direction you're going? Is that your full time like kind of
0: drive right now, or do you have a job on top of your uh, your other endeavors? I've been taking contract jobs, doing IT consulting, uh-huh. and actually made the jump a few months ago to pursue a passion project and make it into a company. Um, yeah. Life Portal Pro.
2: Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I pulled it up real quick, so just a uh, quick read through so it's a life portal pro supports inclusion by providing access to our world-class curriculum games embracing inclusive participation in our games and offering support to educators through consultation by team members so it sounds like we're you're you're building you're you're revolving around this i like to educate people
0: yeah i come i've always liked uh working and coaching kids um part-time i've even done pee wee football coaching i was intense with it last year this season i couldn't do it so much um, just because I wanted to pursue and actually build up this company here. And with that, I wanted to take that approach and actually make it into something fun and interactive with, with uh, children and also young adults.
2: Yeah, so uh, maybe explain the, the premise a little bit and kind of maybe either the reasoning behind it or, or what's it kind of going to look like. So, because I think a lot of people, they think of, you know, there's a lot of learning-based games out there, um, mm-hmm. learning-based um, kind of almost game-driven uh, learning, so to speak, uh, what makes sure it's a little bit different?
0: Yeah, um, gamified learning is definitely a trend that is ramping up. Um, the one problem that I have seen with that is while they are definitely working on the academic side, um, with the growing dependence on technology, hence how we're even doing this podcast today, a lot of those practical skills are being overlooked or even being lost. They're not even sure. taught in the school or even, dare I say, at home. What and kind of practical skills are you talking about? Couple examples would be basic laundry 101, how to organize your laundry, make sure you're having the right settings, building a fire, um, reading, you know, basically. I think we said like changing a tire. Yeah, like, changing a tire like as well. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I feel like is, is lost in a, And whenever you originally told me about this, I was like, man, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, uh, we just went on a um, uh, kind of a men's retreat, if you will, camping mm-hmm. for a couple of days. And I know I'm. I don't have camping experience or anything like that, you know. And again, gun to my head, like without a you know a fire starter, like I wouldn't be able to start a fire, um, <laughs> you know. And I, and again, I don't think a lot of people necessarily would be either. Even if you are experienced mm-hmm. um, with a lot of that stuff, without you know the basic kind of modern tools, if you will, with with all that stuff, and then even um, just safely changing tires and stuff like that. And, and again, if you can teach, you know. Kind of the youth, how to do that early? Uh, definitely, you know, it's 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 definitely a, a good tool yeah. set to have. There's
2: obviously a, a even, you know, um, being over the age of thirty. There's going to be a general generational gap between twenty year olds and, and sure. myself. You know, and and you know, there's that's why you saw that. Uh, what was it? That dirty work or dirty jobs? Yeah. Dirty jobs. Yeah, that sure. show why that was so popular because you know there it's people don't think about the. That stuff has to still be done. Mm-hmm. If you get a flat, you have to know how to change your tire. Sure. You know, like and that's fine, you've triple A, you know, if that's that, that's totally fine, but you know, in some cases you might not be able to use that. Or you're right. gonna be waiting
0: three hours to change a tire. Exactly. When, when in
2: reality it might just be easier to know how to do
0: it. Yeah. You right. No disrespect. I love YouTube, love Google, but what if you are in that situation where it's not easily accessible? Where you have or you you're take half your data. Half an hour. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do at that point? There's no so, Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, in a fun and controlled environment, either at the school or at home, you know, you can make a, you can actually work to develop a more well-rounded individual and let them grow into that, mm. you know, as an adult.
2: So, is it, um, is the program speci- like uh, just on a, like, kind of web-based platform, or
0: is it like hands-on plus interactive learning? Phase one is going to be more of a web-based platform, uh-huh. so it'll be actually, you know, more or less like your standard 3D casual game. Uh, phase I want to put it at phase two at this point is actually working into a more, putting it putting them in a more virtual reality setting. So now they're building Ooh. the muscle memory with it.
3: And That's going to be huge, and I, and I don't. One of the things that I'm really intrigued with um, these days is virtual, you know, VR. Mm-hmm. Um, and how 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 fast do you see that really becoming a? And, and again, I'm, I'm I'm I don't have a pulse on what you know the curriculum is these days, as far as in schools and, and where we're at with technology, as far as the younger kids learn, uh, using it to learn in a classroom setting. But like, how far are we kind of away from VR and you know in elementary, in a middle school, in a high school setting?
0: I am working to make that push to kind of ramp that up. Yeah, um, it's slowly seeping into the into the schools. Mm. Just that by actually introducing a game around it, that's sure. sort
3: of going to be the right. easy way yeah. into it. Like, it's like hey, a low barrier a for game. entry, kind it, of thing. Exactly. You know, where, yeah, I love it. Yeah, because I mean, in, in any of the things that you're you're looking at now, um, I, I think. I would have to imagine that cable is at an all-time low as far as, like, you know, televisions are basically, you know, um, they're, 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 they they got to be losing money in, in some regards, in some markets, I'm sure. Obviously, they still have a place, you know, with, with, with uh, streaming and, and so on and so forth. And then you look at, obviously, how far the, the cell phones come, but I feel like this next big step is this voice uh, automation, you know, type stuff like this, you know. Um, you're looking at Amazon, what they're doing right now. We're yeah. sitting here in Northern Kentucky. They're putting in a, hun- or I'm sorry, a one million square foot uh, building. I believe yeah. over at the airport. Yep. And their CEO just passed a hundred billion dollars in net worth. Um, and you know, and again, it's based off these kind of new platforms. And when we look at one thing all individuals have in common, and this you know ties into CrossFit a little bit is time, you know, it's our only unrenewable resource. Mm -hmm. So it is literally the most important thing. We are gifted in this life. And so many people are, you know, wanting to move at that high pace environment. You know, again, you go to New York, you're like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, what is going on here? And um, I think that's kind of sweeping across the country. And you know, what I I love about your idea though, is as fast as everything is moving and, and we're getting more advanced and so on and so forth, you're already, you have that, you know, that ability to, to see that, guess what guys, you know, we're still gonna need these basic skills. And these are, absolutely you know, as advanced as we get, you're still gonna have to, you know, know the basics. Yeah, um, you know, and, so and to kind of take it. it even full sure. circle
0: even, that's sort of why I, uh, let me take even the further step back. I started CrossFit mainly because recovering from shoulder surgery mm. and I felt challenged because everyone's like, oh, you're not going to be able to do CrossFit. You yeah, just yeah, had shoulder sure. surgery. I'm like, watch me. Yeah. I and then it. with that, um, there was, I started noticing that there was a, inherently a lot of skills that I could improve upon in a, on a minor level to help improve myself overall. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, a good lifetime goal that I want to reach turning 35 at the end of this week is to reach regionals. Wow. I still want to do that. Sure. And, that's the approach that I'm taking with Life Portal Pro, is basically, yeah, we can work to build up these academic skills. I mean, we have 90% of people age 25 to 29 who have a high school diploma, mm-hmm. but they barely understand how to read their own financial statement. Right. They, they're not really good with public speaking they, ty- they can type LOL, but can they actually carry on a conversation, build up those other skills? Sure.
3: Why not build mm-hmm. a more well-rounded individual in a fun format with that,
0: right. similar to what we do here in CrossFit. Yeah, you're,
3: you're almost like butting up against the, the high school, you know, whatever you want to call it, agenda, you know, mm-hmm. you can get into the politics and all that stuff and as far as what they're actually teaching and educating everyone on, and I, I, I feel like there's pretty unanimous, like, consensus that, like, man, I really wish someone would have showed me how to do my taxes. You know, or exactly. I really wish someone would have Yeah, what's it
2: what's a ten ninety nine? What's a V two We Instead of we building
3: mount... a birdhouse, maybe if I I could have like learned how to change a tire. Yeah. Um, or like you said, even just little life skills like like the laundry or you know, like how many how many you know, parents that are probably listening to this, like that have a kid in college and are like, Oh my god, if they bring one more load of laundry home whenever <laughs> they've got literally laundry three doors down in their dorm, they just literally don't know how to set. There's like, there's five choices. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> At a minimum, <laughs> just put it on cold and throw yeah, it all in. There it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and that's the other thing too is even with, um, I mean, vo- voter registration. Despite my mm. wanting to learn, even through other nonprofits, sure. the Kentucky State YMCA is a nonprofit. They put up uh, debatable conferences, and I was really active in that in middle and high school. Mm. I got to actually. Practice a lot of public speaking and do a lot of things and give back to the state and community through them. Mm. Not a whole lot of other kids got to do that. And yeah, in awesome. addition to that, by the time we got to 17, I did basically know what to do in terms of voter registration. Today, not a lot of whole lot of people do. It's like, hey, just register to vote. I'm like, what do
3: I do? Right.
0: Or yeah. what is the basic tenets of a Republican versus Democrat mm. versus Independent? Sure. So that is also another part of it, is the yeah, circle I back was and guilty get sponsors of that. I, that way. I didn't.
3: Uh, I think the first election I, uh, I could have voted in when, when uh, I was 18, and I I didn't know how to register, You know, like I just I, I don't I, I didn't actively seek out like oh you know like I go online and Google it like everyone you know every every you know, what, what you do every scenario now like oh you don't know how to do something oh Google it, mm-hmm. and again we're talking like 2004 or whatever year it was, I believe 2004, and I'm like, oh, you know, like I think I'm registered, like in my high school, you know, senior year, we did this like thing in my history class, where yeah. we filled something out, like I think I'm registered, but then when I went away to college into a different state, it was like, uh, what do I do? I, do I vote in Ohio? Do I vote in West Virginia? Right. Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Or, it, or, it or makes you're still
2: registered to vote back home and
3: you're like, well, missed yeah, that I'm, election. Two hours, <laughs> I'm two hours <laughs> yeah. away and and you know, I mean like, I love I love the I love all these like kind of, you know I mean again it, we we live in a country that you know supports freedom, but at the same time you know it's like we're not educating people on like how to express it sometimes mm-hmm. you know well, from from a voting or taxation or and a
2: lot of it is information overload
0: sure you know we're
2: yeah who we're, who's the
0: right one out of
2: everyone. well and just just in gen- with with any scenario you know you're inundated with with. I mean, information all day long, and mm-hmm. you know, it's almost a lot of it's almost trivial pursuit knowledge, mm. you know. Versus, like, again, like, how do you change your oil? Right. You know. Uh, you know. How do we? How do you change your breathing? I'm just speaking car terms because I do a lot of stuff on, on my own car. But it's like those are all things that I just learned how to do, and a lot of it, you know, I'll admit, was the benefit of something like a YouTube or something like that. But going back to what you're trying to do is you're going, if you're including that in a scenario where you can learn and play a game at the same time, it's not, you know, oh crap, I have to change my oil, or I have to change my brakes because they're grinding on metal and rotor. It's, oh, I learned how to do that last month, and now I know how, I have this knowledge. Exactly. And and I would
3: hedge my bets that all, like, middle school, uh, high school kids aren't actively seeking out videos on, like, how to fix stuff. Yeah, you know, they're probably watching like Oh yeah, watch fa- watch any videos. of those watch any of those
2: <laughs> videos, instructional videos is usually just usually older people. Right. I don't right. say older people, but you know, you're middle aged late thirties or early forties and mm-hmm. then they start to put this information out there. Yeah. Uh but you know, you look at the, the videos that have your twelve million views and it's like like why? Why is yeah. this why is right. why is this popular? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean exactly. we even
0: make fun of this situation where you know, unfortunately, people aren't learning those life skills. Uh, you've seen that Liberty Mutual commercial yeah, where the kid, you know, hey, I call Liberty Mutual and I got my kid fixed, you know, kid's tire face So he's able to drive home. It's like, is this a lock wrench? And he's yeah. sitting there doing car wheels in the background. It's right. like, yeah, sure. This, yeah. We like, we right. know there's a problem there. We know there's a gap.
2: Well, and I think that's the, um, this is going to be one of the most, the, most, the deepest political slash uh, yeah man uh, societal Podcasts have had that goes that goes deeper <laughs> that goes deeper into like the problem that you see with what they quote millennial, you know it's like well they have no life skills I'm like yeah yes and no they just have a different skill set mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that skill set is you know they can show your mom or dad or your grandma or grandpa how to use any piece of technology that's ever been made sure. you know but when it comes to this other the, a, a manual or physical skill set a lot of it's not there. You, know, mm-hmm. you are seeing an uptick in trades and things like that because a lot of people are in the same mindset you are. Was like, I'm never going to take out a loan. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's almost a trap yeah. at this point. Uh, yeah. And there's a huge <laughs> there's a huge market for to make fantastic fantastic living. You can support your family. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of people at the gym who who are in a, a trade field and they. It's not like they're dumb. I think that's the that's like the, the general. Um, yeah. mindset for people was like well they just they couldn't go to college like no these are highly intelligent people exactly that can uh you know prevent you from killing yourself in a certain situation if you try trying to do it we yourself
3: right we literally had a gentleman this morning after our first class there was a door that was a little like loose downstairs went to his truck got a, got a like his power tools out and was like yeah this like all of a sudden i hear power tools going off and i'm like oh he's like oh your door was loose i just fixed it real quick yeah i'm like Holy crap! Life <laughs> skill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: I mean, for most people, it's like, well, I'll live with this creaky door for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> right. no, it yeah. takes something. It takes a different. It literally to took fix him
3: it. twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. And and it was boom, boom, boom. And again, to your point, I, I know that obviously individual, and guess what? He grew up with his his, his dad that did construction. You know, if if I'm remembering that correctly. either way he was exposed at an early age of how to do stuff Mm -hmm. so his brain actually processes stuff differently to where i know Jarrett, uh you know obviously we're we're partners here but we obviously think differently about things sometimes where Jarrett changed my brakes the one day it was like oh man dude thank you so much I had the wedding coming up we were strapped for cash and it's like man you saved me like 100 bucks you know to where you know unfortunately we've all had those interactions where you actually you know, you don't have maybe a, a good, solid, lead, you know, uh, inclination on what's going on with a vehicle. You take it to the mechanic and then all of a sudden it's like, that'll be a thousand dollars. When really, you know, it might've been. It's 150. Yeah, 150, because right? unfortunately they, you know, to the, and not bashing them, they have to get theirs or whatever you want to say, but at mm-hmm. the same time it shouldn't be at the expense of, of your, you know, your yeah. hard earned cash. Exactly, and I'm not trying to
0: take Jobs jobs away away oh, we went yeah, we went off a sure. change of there a little bit. Okay, <laughs> sure. You're fine. Like I I don't want to take jobs away if anything. I want to promote those apprenticeships. You know, yeah. find those oh, actual yeah. skills because my uncle, he's a tailor. He opened his first shop at 19 years old. He's 65 wow. now. Awesome. Almost refuses to take on an apprentice just because, quote unquote, they're not gonna they don't get it. He's yeah. tried and he's, he's a the one-man band. Yeah. He has been. And yeah. I learned how to dress myself because of him. Like mm. I know how to put my yeah. suit together thanks sure. to him yeah I wouldn't even know that at all and that's the other thing is kind of the even circling back into you know the CrossFit arena here mm-hmm. that's where you know those overall skills those other skills can help bolster up and make you a more well-rounded individual mm-hmm. you know? that's what
2: I'm pretty excited about you know being the CrossFit is is at at most 17 years old um you know the the not that the stuff hasn't been around, but the, the term, the um, I'm sure the LLC, you know it's been around for 17 years, almost 18 years now. Mm-hmm. So at most, you have people that have been doing this for um, you know your 17, 15 years, something like that, you know versus Mark and I have been doing this for eight, nine years, you know somewhere around there. And um, the exciting part is to see, is when someone's started when they were 19, and they now have accumulated knowledge at the age of 60. That you know, you, then you can now pass on because that's that's what you're already seeing in this leap from. We just talked about it. The very first CrossFit Open, you know, 165 pounds squat, clean, thrusters, right? Till now, where people would demolish that right. that top open score just five years later, six years later. Mm-hmm. But you even know?
3: even the most exciting thing for me personally is like whenever they're 50 years in and they're in an aging population kind of bracket, yeah. And you're still like, wow, you still like can do stuff yeah you know you can you you have longevity in life and that's what you reap towards. rewards and that's kind of what i you know i was again i went off on a tangent but i was beating around the bush with the mechanic stuff that's what i'm kind of getting at like the longevity of life should be about like hey look you've built this baseline not only of obviously we're talking about fitness with crossfit but what you're talking about chris is just general knowledge mm-hmm. so whenever um you do you know have to go to this place, that place, or the other, and see an expert and support small business for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not feeling like you're being taken advantage of. You're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Hey, that actually does make sense. You know, as opposed to, oh, you know, we gotta, you know, give you a whole new engine. It's like I came in for a flat tire. Right. You know, um, so <laughs> it's it's one of those. You know, it's just one of those scenarios. Because again, I think knowledge is power, and is, is you know, we are so well connected with the internet and so on and so forth. it's just Unfortunately, there's so many people just use it to kind of mess around on. You know, the yeah. social media, you get all of a sudden it's like, oh, look at this cute cat. And then <laughs> down you know, the rabbit three, hole, we go. three hours later, you're like, what just happened? Um, we touched a little bit
2: on CrossFit. I want to take a quick break um, and come back and talk about how you came to us. Um, and then, even just a short time you've been here, where that's, uh, where that's already started to take you. All yeah, right. we'll, Absolutely. We'll be right back.
1: Well, I didn't really start exercising much at all until I was probably in my late 20s, kind of mid-children. Um, I was a big runner for a long time, did seven or eight half marathons, I loved running. At the end of my last half marathon, I ended up with stress fracture in my leg. Uh, I finished that half marathon and of course at that point it was like, well, I can't run because I have stress fracture, so I was looking for something different. Uh, one of my friends actually worked out at Covington and I went there with her and fell in love with it. I started there about three years ago, and then I came here about two and a half years ago, and I've been here ever since. It's very different than anything I've ever done. Uh, Little weights in the gym, like when I used to work out at LA Fitness, but nothing, nothing to this extreme, nothing to this level, and I do it because you hate yourself while you're doing it. You question your sanity, but when you're done, you feel like a whole new person. Definitely stronger, I definitely have more stamina. I feel better all the time. I sleep better, I make myself eat better because if I don't eat better, then I feel terrible when I'm here. Um, I have a pretty physical job in surgery and so it helps a lot with that. But just being strong overall helps every aspect of your life with your kids. You might have a 10 and a 14 year old, you can be super active with them. It's good for your mind, it's good for your body, all over. I'm definitely stronger at 40 than I've ever been in my life. I like clean jerk. I like split jerk. Not a big fan of the snatch. But I, li- I like to lift heavy overhead. That's my jam. Oh, absolutely you're gonna be nervous because you don't know what you do. You, you don't, I mean, you watch people and you go through the on-ramp class and you know the moves but you, you have no idea what weight to use. You have no idea, um, you know, getting all the equipment out and everything. But the good thing about this is that everybody's willing to help you. The coaches are awesome, they're going to tell you how to scale something if you're injured. Um, they're going to tell you how to start things like, because the last thing you want is an injury. So, there's really no reason to be nervous, there's always modifications. Everybody here is fantastic and they'll help you get through it. I think you had, a ma- you had a major accomplishment anytime you PR. I mean, the first two years you're at the gym, you're going to PR all the time and you kind of think, oh, I'm just going to keep getting stronger, I'm going to keep getting stronger, and then you'll hit a plateau. Um, I don't know if it's an age thing or if everybody hits a plateau. But then when you do hit that next level, that even if you PR just by five pounds and you hit it, you just feel like you won in the lottery. Since I've been here three years, practically all of my best friends have been this gym. I've developed so many relationships. My husband comes here. We work out together. But I have several of my very best friends now.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to the Everyday Athlete Podcast. We have Chris Mitchell with us here. Uh, We left talking uh, sparsely about how Chris came to us um, into CrossFit. Uh, So I want to kind of dive into that because I remember you coming in for your first, uh, maybe first or second, I don't know who had you the very first day, Um, but I do remember talking to you a little bit. Was it Mark? Yeah. Yeah. And he came back. I know. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know... I remember talking to you and you're, you're, at the time, going to a boxing gym uh-huh. and your your grand ambition then was you wanted to go into boxing and this was going to help you um, kind of gain speed, agility, strength. Mm-hmm. Um, is that still the a goal? Has that kind of shifted?
0: It's pivoted slightly. That's fine, uh, yeah. It, so That's it's, what we see a lot of times. Right, so th- that was the thing with boxing. It was sort of number one and CrossFit it was number two it's now shifted to where CrossFit's number one and is number two. Um, while I am working on those fundamental skills and getting better, getting faster, understanding you know my own body in relation to, let's just say this bag right here, the main thing for me was wanting to just be an overall better athlete. Sure. I was always decent with sort of the, what I call the static strength exercises, like a back squat, deadlift, bench press. But I wanted to be better at overall the moving that into a more kinetic movement, taking sure. it to static, moving into a kinetic. A little bit of a little bit of a nerd. Always like Batman for a reason. If Batman was a real person, I'd love to shake his hand, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just basically in order to do, you know, to be able to do those athletic things because everything I wanted to be able to do out there, you know, carry all the groceries in in one setting, you know, yeah, and yeah. just be able to help lift and be and help contribute overall more physically, mentally, and socially. I feel like I get that th- in here through CrossFit. And it was also, well, the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, let's do a muscle up. Have you ever done a muscle up? Never even attempted this in my life. You know, and then of course, thanks to you did one guys. first try. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Next yeah. year you on. know, for
2: all you guys who have been doing this long <laughs> enough, uh, and you see people who struggle with certain things and, and, Chris is just one of those guys, like, how do you do that? Okay, is it like this? And then he just does it. It's pretty insane. <laughs> He's like, um,
3: muscle up into, like, an iron cross. <laughs> you do, like an
2: iron cross, yeah. Yeah, I'm still uh, working
3: on that, you know, removing yeah,
2: the iron cross. Yeah, I'd rather, just, ha- I'd rather just have an iron cross, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> if I can
3: just stand there and
2: just vince, still holding. Just vince still on holding. it. Yeah. Chris is,
3: like, <laughs> maybe 1% body fat, too, so, yeah. you know what I mean? He walked in with a, like with a pretty eight. good skill set, so whatever you were doing before was definitely working, and then... I love hearing, you know, again, just kind of the theme I feel like almost on the podcast is today is um, just being, you know, more well-rounded, you know? Definitely. I I love that.
0: I will say that's the one thing that I will always, dare I say, not trying to get emotional for a second, but the one thing that my parents and my brother and my uncle have always worked to instill in me is always have that iron will. Never Mm -hmm. give up. You know, and I've always... I'm usually, you know, I'm I'm not the tallest person in the world, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, and I almost prefer to kind of be, especially with when I'm working in, you know, in a day job, and also with like Portal Pro, I want to be. (sighs) Hate saying it this way, but the dumbest guy in the room. Mm -hmm. I consider myself intelligent, but I want other people to be as intelligent, if not more intelligent than Mm -hmm. me. That's the only way we're gonna get better.
3: I love that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's you can correlate that to fitness too. Yeah. Um, if you're working out with people that are fitter than you, all, all you know, ultimately, they're um, going to push you. Yeah. You
0: know? That's why. That's why I look for Scotty. That's why I look for you yeah. know, sure. everyone else. You know, and I love to even, you know, dare I say, hi, hun. Push my wife, uh, just because okay. I know that she's you know a champion, and I know she can right. do it. And oh, I love that. She surprises me every time. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So you guys started. So she came shortly after you started, correct? I mean, mm-hmm. cause you were here for a little bit. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I started in April, and she started in mid July.
3: Yeah, okay. It was almost Did, three did the, uh, the hard sell there for probably about two months. It sounded like, and <laughs> yeah. eventually, uh, she came in. I think a couple Saturdays, and then uh, ended up doing the fundamentals. And and it's been it's been awesome seeing you guys together because you know. And again, it's it's not getting on that tangent again, but you guys clearly love each other, and it's really cool to see that. Through whenever you guys work out together, mm-hmm. because you can you can just it's apparent like you can you can see it from like she's got your back, you got her back. Like if one of you is struggling or whatever, um, you guys are there. to just kind of pick each other up. So it's really it's really honestly fun to fun to watch. Absolutely,
0: there's been a lot of sleepless nights with the, uh, <laughs> with this uh, building up this company, and thankfully she's there. You know, like hey, were you able to get this done? Were you able to get that one yeah. extra rep for your pitch? Like, I think so. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I only got an hour of sleep. Let's go do this again. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, I love it.
0: Yeah,
2: what's the uh, what's the, the next step um, for? You talked about pitching and things like that. So where's that going uh, as far as uh, where where it's at right now? Where you want
0: to take it? Right now, the current step is wrapping up the um, polishing up the website a little bit. We're working to put a demo out. The it's going to be a semi interactive demo that we're going to put on the website. And it's going to be demonstrating just how to build a fire. That's a, I feel that's a universal enough skill yeah. to just demonstrate the capabilities of what we can do yeah. with the game itself. From there, um, bootstrapping—you know, looking for investors.
2: Yeah, if you if you speak to um, watch watch any survival show, watch you know t- talk to just about any of those survival. It's it's a the number one skill, and and b it's having if you've never done it before. I don't. It's one of the most satisfying things you can possibly do is start a fire. I don't know. I mean, you remember sure Tom
0: Hanks at a castaway? Yeah. Fire, fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure it's it's something you know, um, primal inside of us, uh, you I'm know, sure. building a fire. But but yeah, it's, it's a great great starter. And I think that again, it's, it's a cheesy word. The catalyst. You know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the catalyst for for to to kick off something bigger, but. Yeah, to, to teach people something that they can walk away with and use—that's, um, in, in a way, parallel to what we want to do—is you should be able to walk away here with something that you can use, maybe physically, maybe mentally, maybe emotionally, in a different situation. Mm-hmm. You know, we are in the we are in the world of functional fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. uh, you know, a squat clean thruster may not seem like a whole lot, but uh, on moving day that Mark has coming up here, you know, <laughs> I guarantee you he's going to be using hamstrings and, oh, yeah. you know, using his hips to drive heavy couches up and, and, <laughs> and over uh, railings and things like that.
3: Real, real quick to that point, just, you know, in our space, we are kind of spoiled with a lot of strong individuals around us at all time. I was talking to my sister the other day on the phone and we're moving uh, a week from now and she's like, yeah, you'll just have to like, you know, obviously fi- find some people that are strong enough to carry the, you know, the ca- you know referring to like furniture Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't think that'll be a problem, you no. know? So it's one of those things where you don't, you don't always think about that. But, you know, when you're blessed with certain gifts, um, you know, whether it's you know, intellectually or just physically, um, it definitely, definitely helps whenever I'm on a second story apartment and I got to move a hundred pound piece of furniture and I actually know how to lift with my legs and on my back. Right. You know, it's, it's, it, cause I feel like we've all known those people that, oh, you know, like old Uncle John there throughout his back moving the TV. Yeah. Or or know, picking so. up a pencil. Exactly. Because, yeah. uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. because that stuff is real. Um, You know, where, you know, you're, you're not, you're just in the improper position mm-hmm. for a long enough period of time. And unfortunately, those things, like I was in the shower yeah. and try to get some shampoo out and just throw out my back. Ugh. You know, it happens, happens, yeah. uh, Happens quite a bit. And what we, again, what we try and do is instill that kind of proper movement, um, proper body function throughout everything that we're doing mm-hmm. and, and in order to use it in somewhere else. Well, and know? again,
3: you're talking about primitive things like starting a fire and, and so on and so forth. Like, you know, to get real, um, you know, functional fitness, like, you know, we were designed to do these things, like mm-hmm. carry, carry things right. and put them over our head and, and squat down and pick stuff We're just stuff putting up. it in a sporting event. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, ultimately, you need you need that competitive exercise to, to boost the intensity, but in a realistic thing, you know, um, I don't think we were designed to, you know, curl a rock a hundred times yeah. and fill a bicep pump, yeah. you know. And again, at state's their own, like bodybuilders look great, so on and so forth. But, you know, I'd much rather be flexible and you know not have tendonitis in all my joints. Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's kind of the one thing that I've always appreciated about you guys, because I ended, the first event that I ended up watching was, I want to say the 2015 games, mm. and, I, and I was sitting there thinking, those guys are awesome. Even, yeah. I mean, even even the ladies are awesome. No, like, for oh my sure. God, they could sit there and just completely blow me out of the water. I thought right. I was cool, but yeah. nope, 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 nope. nope. Yeah. And um, it was you know that competitive drive to be better, and actually mm. to you know do those things overall, you know day in day out is mm-hmm. literally the number one reason i keep coming in here
2: yeah what's um what's a a favorite and most hated movement that you have thus far so you've got april so june july august september october november uh and then in december you've got some some months under your belt now you're at this yep. you're at this kind of uh what we usually see is this ramp up of like everything's amazing and then you start to find like wow i really hate doing these yeah. so <laughs> uh, i'm sure there's something you really like i'm sure there's something some things you don't like they're um, the ghd sit up that
0: was i saw it i'm like chris Ooh. you'll
2: you'll need more abs if you want <laughs> it.
0: that was the, i saw i was, I was like oh what's that and you're and you guys are like nah, you don't want that i'm like yeah i do yeah i do <laughs> and it was and of course as i just I, I love doing those it's kind of like a nice little endurance style workout but yeah, it burns (laughs) after that uh, right and then just uh, an
2: endurance yeah yeah Yeah.
0: just do a thousand
2: of
3: them (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening don't do it don't do that
0: don't do that that at all i will say um right now the humorously hated one just because of the technicality and also just kind of the mentals here at the shoulder is still the snatch sure um I, thanks where, to you I got the uh, you know a PR but then again that's we're, where we're most people are at that's
2: where most people are c- because again that's uh, and that's why we have a designated barbell club you mm-hmm. know um, sure. I think there's there's room for something like a designated gymnastics club mm-hmm. but um, just when it comes to the, the the technical side of things putting a bar in the right place for a split second so you can do something else in a very short or a split second Yeah, it, it, it's it's something that just you just need reps under. You need, you need mm-hmm. reps under your belt, you need thousands of reps under your belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to, you know, props to um, the, the few that have stuck with us from the very beginning since we started doing this in like 2014, having three years under your belt versus someone who comes in, and they might be immensely stronger, but you just watch the fluidity of their movements and the gracefulness of their movements, like that, you just can't teach that. Yeah. You know, Some people pick up on it quicker, mm-hmm. you know, it takes some people longer, some people shorter but it, when it just comes to experience when you watch at the top level you're like how does he get you know 200 kilos 440 pounds overhead and it's like well right. uh, let alone the fact that he's um, um, he's unbelievably strong but it's just they they've been ingrained in this movement sure. for so many thousands of reps mm-hmm.
3: and, I, and i think you know speaking to those those people that probably started coming from crossfit into barbell club I don't know how, how big of a commonality you see, you know, in, in, in training in the barbell club almost daily. Um, how many of those people you usually have to take weight off the bar? And yeah. like, all right, we're gonna have to take a couple steps back and just really drill position, drill it, drill it, drill it. You know, it's like that, uh, what is it, ten thousand hours yeah. or whatever it is. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, ten thousand reps, what yeah. number are you on? And here we me and Jared are sitting, you know, eight years in to Olympic lifting or whatever it is. It's like, I don't know, what are we on like? 5,000, 6,000, you know, it's, you know, it, 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 for me, you know, we're, we're, you know, I've been coaching this, the morning class with squat cleans for part one and then squat clean thruster. And I have to remind people like, Hey guys, the mistakes that you're making right now, less than a year in, I'm still making, you know, occasionally. And maybe it's not as much, maybe I don't bend my arms early as much anymore, but it still happens. Do I still get my hips all the way open on every single rep? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things, it's just like, you're always chasing that mastery mm-hmm. and a hundred percent, hundred thousand percent. If you're in barbell club, like anytime I see those people come back into the CrossFit classes and we're doing like an Olympic lift, I'm like, Whoa, like, what have you been doing? Like, Oh, it was a barbell club. I've and just w- been doing this. Exactly. Yeah, you've, just been, <laughs> you've been practicing <laughs> yeah. more. It's just like yeah. any, it's like any skill in life, you know, like you're talking about uh, making a fire. Mm-hmm. Like, guess what? The first time you try it, probably not going to happen. Yeah. You know? Oh. Um,
2: Going back to the, the car would be a perfect one. Um, if, if my dad's listening, I'm sure he'll love this because it cost him like $900. Oh boy. Uh, I remember I was uh, changing my oil. It was 89 Corolla. Uh, I had like 200,000 200, miles probably on it at the time. It died oh. at 240,000. But um, I remember probably over torquing or... Um, too much torque. Too much torque. Mm. Um, the <laughs> the oil pan bolt and I pulled it I pulled it and then all of a sudden oil started coming out well I stripped the weld that held the plug in for the oil pan and so there's nothing holding it in so I just filled it up with oil and brought it up to a mechanic and they had to put a whole new oil pan and it's like you know they probably totaled the car, uh-huh. stripping one bolt, probably totaled the thing. But at the yeah. time, it was like, Well, we have to get this fixed because yeah. you, know, you know, you know, it's like one of those things you, you live and you learn, mm-hmm. you know. And they at the time 16 or 17, there's not the again, the, the YouTube and, and all Rich. that. So, like, yeah. I, I've got they still make them and it's pretty cool. Um, it's a just a book per car it has everything, every bolt, every nut, every um, <laughs> how to change the. The radiator fluid transmission whatever it is i'm following step by step but Mm -hmm. you know it's like that last thing tighten the bolt up good to go and snap yeah you know but if you can learn the right way the first time instead of trial and error uh bring it full circle back to what the we what we do Mm -hmm. i've made a lot of really dumb mistakes in crossfit uh i've thrown a barbell into my face snatching a bar Mm -hmm. uh, guilty concussed uh you know probably should have had stitches just super glued it back together
3: but you know, rub some dirt on it. Let's yeah, go. let's go. <laughs> but, here, but here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing, and
2: yeah, put some tussin' in it.
3: Chris Rock. <laughs> I think that's what we try to get across to our members. You know, is is don't make our mistakes. Don't
2: make our mistakes. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. Like mm-hmm. it, I know sometimes it seems like handholding. If you guys are listening, it seems like handholding. It seems like we're we're trying to hold you guys back, but it's because we've been there. Um, you know, I'm I'm currently nursing hip for like the third month in a row because uh, three or four. Uh, maybe like four or five years ago, I didn't do things correctly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and now I'm, I'm reaping the, the disadvantages of not taking care of yourself. So you know, whenever it's, whenever it's take the weight off the bar or get a band out or do this way, it's because we've done things wrong. <laughs> so
0: that that's one thing I've always liked about you all is basically the, it's the preaching of the mantra, live to lift another day is mm. you all are investing in us. It's a long game. Yeah. And yeah. I, Greatly appreciate that, you know. On a yeah. cosmetically similar situation, I'm doing that with my company, and sure. also really myself because I want to live to be 130 mm-hmm. and still mm-hmm. kind of still run a little bit. Right. You know, I want to be able to do that. I want my kids to be able to do that right. when I have kids. We're, sure. we're still work. We're, we're still we're still yeah. thinking about that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but we're getting there. Um, right. you know, and of course the kids that I work with, you know, day in day out, I want them to be better. Sure. I always yeah. want them to always think of things and be better and work on other oh, pieces. We got a delivery. Uh-oh. Delivery, man. But yeah, it's mainly wow. it's those things right there that I always want to work on to always be better. If I can just be 1% better than I was the day prior, fantastic.
3: Right. No, I, I love that because that, that, that was honestly the first thing if it wasn't apparent for everyone else. like That came to mind whenever you kind of pitched the game and, and talked a little bit about it. Like, man, he really cares about society and making better people. And I want that to be in our message, too. So Mm -hmm. that's why I love that you're, you know, talking to the story. And, you know, honestly, if there's anything we could do to help help this agenda move forward. Like, I think he even said, like, hey, man, you know, we could sponsor uh, the fitness portion or whatever. Like, man, I'm I'm all in on that, because when I look at what what Triumph is, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we're just, you know, There's a couple different ways you can spin it, right? We're this little gym in this little town in Kentucky, or we can just try to be uh, what I want to say. Um, You know, like I think you know, uh, Coach Glassman put it best. I think I said this on the podcast once or twice. Like, you know, we're fighting disease, and we are our life life raft, and we're trying to save as many people as we can, and create as many kind of lights in this community that is Florence, Kentucky, or wherever you know, people are from to um, inspire other people that they mm-hmm. can do it. And, and you know what? Um, life is super short and it, it, it would suck to go through it without basic skills um, that, mm-hmm. that we find necessary or just basic, you know, kind of fitness metrics that um, whether it just helps your heart rate not be so high or look a little better or just move a little bit longer through your life, and, and I, f- I feel a great responsibility with that. I don't take this this you know position lightly. Right. Uh, in fact, me and Jared we, we work our butts off, <laughs> um, frankly, and I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really applaud you for you know having that mindset, man. And and it, and I'm, it sounded like it's just always been that way, you know, for you. So I'm, I'm sure you've done a lot of great things already, and I'm excited because you are definitely it, it comes through a very highly intelligent. Uh, young man still I can't believe you're 35 look like you're like 25 so um, <laughs> anyway uh but yeah I man, I think you know while we're on this planet I mean it's we have a responsibility to try to do good and uh, mm-hmm. uh I, you know I think that's exactly what you're doing
0: yeah I mean I, per, I always want to have fun um to even get into that whole longevity piece um to kind of speak personally for a second, you know, my own father passed away at 42, mm. heart attack, mm. you know, to this day, I still don't like Halloween, I'll try and get out, hence why I came in as a <laughs> Rocky for a little bit, there just to kind of yeah. not think about it. Yeah. But um, it's mainly to, you know, be there past that age of 42. Oh. What can I do to offset as much of that in my own family history as possible? Sure. What can I pass on to my kids? What can I leave for my kids, mm. you know, when, we, when I do have them? and it's you know it it goes same goes in here it goes everything outside that I do out here you know what can I do to help contribute and make sure I'm delivering
3: maximum value Mm. to everybody it is legacy you know Mm -hmm. I mean it really is you know when you talk about having kids and and you know like what what can I pass on to the next generation or, or you know so on and so forth and it's man, it's, it, it just, you know, you talk about simple basic principles that people are forgetting in this day of age where everyone has a, a voice that is, you know, a keyboard on the internet uh, <laughs> troll or whatever you want to say. Like, it's it, you it's, know, it's uh, it was like the thing with the Super Bowl halftime with like people were criticizing like Lady Gaga yeah. for like a gut or something. She, yeah. It's like, come on. Are you kidding me? She's yeah a really, really uh, talented. But you know, it's yeah, exactly. I mean, and she pours her heart and soul, you know, like that was probably one of the best moments of her life. And you're going to try to, take it away from her yeah um anyway but you know, again I'm, I'm master of the tangents today but um you know and i kind of I kind of lost my train of thought but basically um yeah i totally lost it sorry, sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what, what it comes down when you talk about people having a, a voice everyone obviously has a voice right now and um you know uh, unfortunately when you get wrapped up in how do i attract more followers or or likes or whatever it is, um, people don't tend to gravitate towards things that are um, what you would consider overall good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like, what's well, going to be funny or sexy or, um, right. you know, it's almost viewed like hate will overpower good, mm. but we all know it's the opposite, but it's, it's the easy go-to I mm-hmm. guess is no one's playing the long game for anything, <laughs> right? you know? And that's really what we're talking about. You know, it's like, and, and I don't, people think it's my take it as a money grab or whatever it is, but whenever someone signs up here, it's like, I don't care about what you're going to do in three months. Right. I like, and that sounds bad, but I really care about what you're going to do in five years from now Right. because you you're going to make some short-term gains in, in three months. You'll, you might see some body composition changes. You might learn a few things here and there, but like it takes a long time to go from what, however sedentary you are to active and mobile, yeah. you know, right. sure. like it, it takes a, a very
3: long process. time. And it's yeah. a big, it's a big commitment. And a lot of people will get some bumps and bruises along the way and feel discouraged and fall off the wagon and try to get back on. Um, and it's life. It's like a microcosm of, of, of life. You mm-hmm. know, like you said, like, hey man, like, I went to college and I took out loans and like, I didn't realize what I was probably doing at the time, which is my own, own fault. I blame no one else. And whenever that day hits you where you're like, oh man, I'm X amount of dollars in debt. Holy crap, and I have an interest rate on that? And it's compounding? And whoa, and you get like a nice punch right in the face. And then you're faced with the decision. And guess what? Nobody cares mm-hmm. as far as your own like personal things. So guess what? You can either throw yourself a pity party or you can dust yourself up and be like, you know what? I got to get two jobs and get through college. I got to work, work a little bit harder. I got to, you know, maybe treat people a little bit better. I have to not make it about me. I have to make it about these people and how do they get better and not, you know, take everything so personal, yeah. um, you know, and it, it, everyone has their own shortcomings, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, what I was trying to say earlier, I lost my thought, it's just like, just treating people, you know, you talk about basic skills, just treating people with respect, mm-hmm. you know? And I, f- I feel like, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, again, we're bringing up politics again, but it's like, whether, you know, it's that time of year or whatever it is, it's like, you can't, you know you, you know, you talk about like a platform like a Facebook or whatever it is, you can't pull that stuff up sometimes without just seeing all this negative, like mudslinging and all this stuff. And that's personally why I don't even watch the news. You know, like I hear my news from the people around me, like if I, if I need informed, I'll be like, hey guys, what's going on? And you know, it's like, oh, there's an little shooting. And you know, and then, then it's like, everyone wants to tell you their opinion about like guns or whatever it is. And that's all that's all good and, and and I'll listen to it. But it's usually, you know, it's that person's fault or this person's fault. And I love that you're trying to take an active role in making a change. So, so many people want to give it lip service mm-hmm. and say the right things. They're like, yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't do this, or they, you know, this side shouldn't do that. It's like, all right, well. It's like, shut your mouth and be about yeah, it. Do, you know, <laughs> yeah, do, do it something. Is, to you take know. an active role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's to me and Jared's credit, like, not a lot of people want to take, you know, a big pay cut and start a gym and then work, you know, more hours and so on and so forth. And again, we don't have the hardest jobs in the world by any means. And there's people out there doing way more than we are. But, it still took a lot of guts you know to do it and it's kind of like you it sounds like you have this kind of good thing going where you're doing tra- uh, contractor work and now you're like oh, i'm about to go all in on yep. this one thing and i believe in it and it's going to work and it's going to do good so yeah man I, I love the story what um so where can people
0: where can people find you uh, you can find me online at, the, at- w cubed yeah. <laughs> dot um, also on Facebook at life portal pro and on Twitter at pro underscore portal okay. um, I will you I, if you also there's my email on the bottom of the website Mitchell, 1982 at gmail dot com I don't know Thanks if you so. can link
3: that up or whatever
0: I'll throw that on there um, also speaking of the kids around here because I know we have a bunch of families with kids Sure, guys care to be a first beta customer yeah. or to have the kids uh, entertained and start learning stuff certainly yeah, yeah no we'll definitely get that rolling we'll have some uh, of- you mentioned having a console or something downstairs so i was going to think of it con- i was i'm working to get one in there um, because we're keeping it web based i may have to probably pull off um, probably like a fire stick or something like that's that. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that'll work. Whatever we can do. That'll work just fine. Yeah. Uh,
2: and then our, um, our, you know, I like to always kind of finish things out with a, a pretty simple question. And that's just,
0: uh, what is your definition of fitness? My definition of fitness, that's a fun one. I, I honestly never thought of that. that it's um, maximum, I would have to say, my own personal level of maximum ability. Uh, what can I do? I mean, I know there are days where I just look dog tired, Mm. but can't, but of course, like, you know, I have like a wristband for it. One more rep. Can I get back up that 10th time instead of that Mm. ninth and keep going and actually be able to technically completely do whatever the exercise is asking me to do. Mm. It's, it's one of those things that mentally I've always stuck to, like, what, can I just get up one more time and do this? Can I do, can I get up one more time and actually accomplish this thing? You know, and that's, something that i've always worked towards it's i feel it's been a defining trait ever since <laughs> i was 13 <laughs> so it's one of those things i really love to do and i take it in here every day leave it all as much out as i can and of course i'm always asking you guys did i do this right what yeah. was it there and you, you're like I eh. <laughs> <laughs> try right. this other part it's like okay got it so you know every day can i get better can i do better I love it.
2: I love it. It's a fantastic answer. Uh, And uh, thank you, Mr. Mitchell, for uh, coming out today. Definitely. Thank you, uh, guys. Thank you all. Awesome job. Thank you all for listening to Everyday Athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of those who make us great.